My name is Paul Owen, and this is the True Sales Podcast. Welcome back to the show. Delighted that you've chosen to join us today. It's bright and sunny in London as we near the end of the summer and look ahead to the start of September. Uh, on my own in the studio today to share with you one of the ideas in the um, in the series of solo podcasts that I do for you, and I want to share today an idea around uh, around closing. I, I'm often asked, "Is closing the secret to sales success?" No, it's not. Um, there's lots of nonsense talked about closing, I think, um, but it is important. And the reason it's important is that you can have really, really good conversations and they can be given away a little bit by not closing them well. But the reason it's not the secret to sales success is that if you've got every other part of the conversation wrong, then closing's not going to rescue you. It's too late uh, by then. So we can over-egg sometimes the importance of closing, um, but also it's a case of recognizing its relevance, its importance, and doing it properly once we get to that stage where it's going uh, to matter. And what I want to share with you today is really about around mindset on closing. And in particular, it's a theme I called in my book, uh, The Death of Maybe. And I want to talk to you about that uh, today. Quick reminder, if you do like the podcast, then please do share it with others through the work on this podcast and our training programs and a new project coming soon uh, that I'll update you on shortly. We want to help 1 million people help, uh, one million people sell more successfully uh, using honesty, consistency, and confidence, which are the bedrocks of the training uh, that we do. So do uh, subscribe to keep yourself up to date, but do tell others, re- um, recommenders, reviewers, raters, anything that can drive another one person, another five people, another 10 people towards us to help that would be the biggest um, gift you could give to us as a thank you for sharing these ideas with you on the podcast. Okay, so let's talk about the death of maybe. Very often what happens is people think that maybe is a positive answer in sales and they um, massively prefer it over no. Now, clearly we all want a yes in, in sales. There's no doubt about that. And there's three potential answers. There's yes, there's no, and there's maybe. Um, But I want to talk you out of accepting maybes as a good response and recommend that it's better to get a no. So why do I think that maybes are so bad? Well, invariably, maybes are a no. People just don't tell us that. There are little white lies that we as human beings tell all the time. And we do it so as not to offend people or because we're not brave enough to tell them honestly or whatever it might be. You will have had times in your life that you've been invited to an event that you don't want to go to. You do not say to that friend, associate, family member, oh, I'm not going to come because um, I just don't want to. I'm free, but I, I don't want to. You tell a little white lie that you're busy doing something else. So the cohesion of society sometimes depends on these little white lies but they don't help us in sales. The overwhelming majority of maybes are a no. You just don't find out early enough. What that then leads to is the second problem is that it's too easy to get a a maybe. 
you can be relatively sloppy in your questioning technique, not probe well enough, not be clear enough in the way you sell, and even being woolly and non-specific and fairly generic, you might get a maybe. You might get somebody saying, oh, possibly send me an email and we'll maybe catch up again another day. And so you, you, we as humans tend to gravitate to the path of least resistance. And, and it's just an easy place for us to exist, but it's not likely to develop strong, positive habits in what we do uh, because it's just too easy to get there. The third reason that I want to get rid of maybe in your um, desired outcome is that it's the biggest killer of time just about that you can have in sales. What happens, and almost all of us do it when we first start in sales, is we take those maybes and we get really positive about it and we update our database and we set a reminder and we uh, to call them again and we send them a really uh, detailed email to make sure they've got all the information to hand. We're then updating our pipeline. We're talking to our boss and our contemporaries, our peers, about these uh, potential sales that have come in. And we spend so much time chasing up those maybes and we spend time because they don't get back to us. They don't return our calls. They don't return our emails. Why? Because they were never serious in the first place. And we lose time to spend on more serious prospects who actually are interested because we've got too many. We've got, we've got dozens and we've got hundreds of people that we're chasing because they're all maybes. They're not maybes. They're no's. And you're wasting your time and you're taking time away from the people who really matter. Then the final reason, and in some ways the most important, that maybes are a bad route, a bad destination uh, for our sales conversations, is that over time it will kill your motivation. Chasing those people up, not getting anything back from them, having to reduce your pipeline, your hot list, having to update your manager about the things that aren't coming in. Having that feeling as a salesperson of, oh, I thought they were interested. I thought they wanted to have a conversation here. Why didn't they just tell me? And little by little, it starts to kill your motivation. You're leaving those voicemails, you're sending those emails, you're calling again and not getting hold of them. And bit by bit by bit, you lessen yourself. And I'm sorry to tell you this, but you're creating your own problem here by accepting those maybes. What you should be looking for, as well as the yes, obviously, is um, either yes or no. No is far better than maybe. Seems counterintuitive to begin with. So why is no better? Well, first and foremost, it's going to save you a ton of time. Chasing up those people that were never serious in the first place is going to make you um, free up minutes, hours, almost days in your diary to be able to do things properly. So it's a massive time saver. Secondly, it's the opposite of the maybe, which can make you a bit sloppy and make things too easy. You have to work a bit harder to get a clarity of a yes or a no. So you develop better habits. In your sales technique, you'll probably ask better questions. You'll you'll probe a bit more. You'll dig a bit deeper on those questions. Um, you'll sell with more compelling sales messages. You're just more likely to develop the right kind of habits if you're trying to get something definitive as a next step. What also happens is that you're more likely to probe on a no. Very often, when you get a maybe, because you think it's a potential yes, you don't probe. You don't say why maybe, but you'll almost definitely say why no. What is it about the offer that I've made you today? What is it about the service that we 
we offer that, that doesn't appeal to you. We're much more likely to go into an objection handling mode when we receive a no. And we're much less likely to do that when we have a maybe. And then the final benefit of pushing for no ahead of maybe is that having that clarity and having that confidence to actually just get people in the sales pipeline or get them out, I think is quite empowering. So it's the opposite of the demotivation that you often have around a maybe, and you have a an empowering feeling of just having that clarity that they're either in or they're out. It feels better. You're not hanging around waiting for them. You've found out it's going to be a no. And remember the no in, in almost all sales, sales situations. A no is just a, a not now. It doesn't mean that people are never going to buy from us. We can always send a reminder to them a week later, a month later, a quarter later, a year later, whatever the reasonable time frame is to move forward, we can do that. But you're much more empowered by having clarity. Think of times in your life where you've been waiting to find out something, waiting to find out about a job, waiting to find out about um, a relationship, either progressing or ending, waiting to find out about a, a commission payment or a bonus payment or whatever it might be. Waiting to find out about things is the opposite of empowering. It's outside of your control and it tends to belittle your standing in the process. That's what you're doing when you're waiting for maybes. Getting the no's, having clarity, moving on is much more empowering to do. So if you're in that position now where you've got an enormous pipeline, I would regard that as a red flag that you've probably got a lot of maybes in there. Now, your mindset will almost automatically want to count those people in or out and not give up on them now. What I encourage you to do, however, is to change your conduct going forward, to have much more confidence in the ability to get somebody to a yes or a no and eliminate the maybes. Maybes are sloppy, they're not definitive, and they are much more likely to waste your time and kill your motivation. Get a no, have clarity, and move things on. I hope you found that tip useful. I'd love, as ever, to hear your feedback on the usefulness of it. Closing is, first of all, about mindset and accepting the fact that yes or no are the better answers are your first steps in making a change to do it well. Thanks again for your time today. I look forward to welcoming, back, welcoming you back soon to the podcast. My name is Paul Owen, and you've been listening to the True Sales Podcast.